Yeah, girl, she's valid. I'm back again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Imagine if I started rapping. Oh, gosh. Hi, people. As you can see, I am ready. I am ready for the next half of this season. Um, I don't know. Just sharing the last uh, 10 years of my life with you guys. I just want y'all to know that it's, 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 I don't know, it's an honor. Because not a lot of people would like to to express or share certain moments. And I feel like, for me, it's a huge, huge step to get to where I need to be in the future. Um, first things first, I do not have the copyrights to this mix. So I'm going to let you know that it is um, by One Rico on SoundCloud. And the title is Potty Shop Mix. Hip hop meets dance hall. Cause your girl loves dance hall and I love to dance. Um, February 2020 at Celebrity Week. Um, so that's the intro. Now I just I just feel like, especially with these, I have to go back into the future. I gotta take like a little a little time traveling in my mind. Uh, 12 years old till now. It's a lot. It's a lot, but I'm just gonna pick two, um, two drastic, uh, I shouldn't say drastic, two impactful moments that happened to me when I was 12 years old that I still carry to this day that shaped me into who I am now, being 22. One, physically becoming a, a, a woman, um, within you know the anatomy of my body physically becoming a woman and who was around me to help me go through that process because that's 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 a process um can't forget that and then two being able to differentiate what i wanted versus what i needed and coming from a different background as those around me so like my friends because this is like middle school age so like I was in that stage of being of getting to choose whether I wanted to be a follower or a leader so <laughs> come with me on this journey you feel me because it's like not everyone has the guts to spill their tea and I'm not spilling my tea I'm just spilling my 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 little how you say my little, my little essentials, my little, because that's who I am. And not every time when you meet someone, you get to experience why they do certain things or, you know, based off of how they were brought up or their culture. You don't always get that within a, the first time you meet someone. So I feel like, especially doing this, the last 10 years of my life are more memorable than the first 10 years. So I'm just glad that it took me a while to actually like want to continue on this route, to be honest with you. Halfway, I was thinking, I was thinking like, damn, if I, you know, tell the world this or whoever's listening, are they going to look at me? different are they gonna treat me different regardless I just want you to do you and treat me however you were treating me before because this has nothing to do with um 
I don't want to make it sound all high show whatever, but it had nothing to do with you. I am who I am today because of these things. So if you liked me before you heard these, you might even like me even more after, which is amazing. And my goal is to someday use this to talk to myself in the future, regardless of whoever's listening, whoever's not listening. So thank you guys. Um, 12. All right, let's go back. Uh... I came home from school and my mother was working. She dropped me off to my great grandmother's house. Usual routine, um, <laughs> watching Wild and Out late night at 12 years old. Yes, I got my uh, Cat Williams on there, uh, D. Ray Davis, um, this Indian girl. I don't know what her name was, but she was amazing. Like she was always, she was like the Justina back then. She was bodying people. And then there was also this white girl, too. Her and the Indian girl, where I think she was on the black squad, and the Indian girl was on the red squad. And um, they were just going back and forth, back and forth. And I'll just be watching that. And um, then came time to go in the shower, get ready for bed, because school's in the morning. And I'm in the shower. I get out the shower. I'm dressing. And, and I feel something running down my, my leg. But this don't feel like water. So, yeah. I look down. And there it is, you know. Ruby red. I'm like, okay. 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 I cry. I'm, start, I'm starting to cry. Because in movies, you know, growing up, in movies, you see blood, you think, oh, um, you got injured or something and immediately what came to my mind is, is death because when I obviously had medical issues in my past needles this that um, my catheter where um, they would give me injections for the chemo it would like bleed sometimes so like I'm just traumatized traumatized I'm, I'm just standing there for at least five minutes and then I gotta tune in with myself I had to tune in with myself like it wasn't something where it was just like damn I need help let me go tell somebody no I had to tune in with myself and be like hey get it together check yourself are you breathing how do you feel can you still hear can you still see can you still taste you're fine now let's let's move forward with this and, and, and inform somebody and at 12, I mean, I could probably, I know two or three people, I would say right now, that I know of will probably be able to handle that, but nah, not standing in my shoes at that time, oh, and it wasn't like no one drop, two drop, no, like there was like, oh, oh, but at the end of the day, I feel like it was more of a a self a self challenge cuz then i was also telling myself like you got this whatever this is you're going to handle it you're going to get over it because you're strong and then immediately what came back to my head was like damn you have cancer again yes i had to pause because i'm like damn do I want to do this again 
do I want to go through this whole entire phase where I'm just like in pain, in shock, like I don't know. And most of the time, oh, I'm sorry, my music came off. Most of the time, I, you know, I handle it well by myself, but I had to, I had to get out of that zone and call my grandmother. So I was like, oh, 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 grandma, grandma, grandma. She was like, what happened? And I showed her. And when I tell you that lady was so calm, I couldn't believe my eyes. Like, she was so calm about it. And I'm sitting here like, damn, okay, if she's calm about it, let me let me be like her because she's one of the strongest women I know. And if she's treating it like this, then I might as well, you know, buck up and man up and treat it like this as well. She was she sat me down and she was just like, Listen, this is not something that's that's uncommon. Like females go through this and she, she sat me down, she explained it. She explained first of all, um, what happened to her or how she handled the situation when she first had it. And I was just like, wow, a sigh of relief. But I don't think I could have been that calm about it if I didn't first, if I didn't put myself in check first. And I know that most times people will immediately run to someone else to lean on or to be a shoulder for uh to cry on and it's just like you have two shoulders to the right and to the left of you try and utilize that first and then take another approach i have never been in a situation like that before where i realized that i can help myself before someone else can help me and that was the first realization i was 12 years old i'm like hey i'm here the little voice in the little voice inside of my head where as soon as I saw that ruby red run down my legs, I had to yes, it's okay to panic, it's okay to react, it's okay to say, damn, this is wrong. This is something that I don't see every day. What is wrong with me? Is this is my cancer coming back? Am I gonna die? Like those things are very, very, very important, especially when it comes to the human brain not even, like, being able to, like, configure out what's going on or why it's going on. I had no preparation of this. No one talked to me about this beforehand. Like, I was in middle school. Most females um, got theirs in, like, high school or something, and I was just, like, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready at all. Um... I felt like it was kind of a a form of punishment at that time. Like, before my grandmother explained it to me, while I was, like, st- standing there trying to deal with what I was going to do next, I felt like it was, like, a form of punishment because, like, growing up, that's all I felt like. I was I was just being punished because I also were, like, constantly bullied all the time. And I was just like, well... Why am I being bullied? I didn't do anything. I'm like the nicest person. I was always being nice to people. I never fought. I never 
um, did anything, like, told lies. Like, I, I was truthful. I was always, you know, looking out for someone or whatever. And it's just like, oh, well, I'm being punished for something that I, like, I don't understand. Why is this happening to me? Very open-ended questions of just, like, or open-ended answers of just, like, damn, okay, cool. You know, I'm going to just take it. I'm going to take the hit. And then after my grandmother obviously explained everything, I was just like, okay, this makes sense. But going after what could be positive was then my next um, approach on things. And she was just saying that, like, sometimes things happen that we can't control. And my great-grandmother, oh, my gosh, that lady, oh, that woman, she was just, she was sitting me down. She was talking to me like I was, like I was grown. She was like, there are things in life that we cannot control. And she was like, this is what happens to women. And the best thing that we can do instead of complaining about it is embrace it and adapt to it. And I'm like, what does adapt mean? What does embrace mean? And while she's explaining to me, like, giving me um, Gandhi sentences and theories and all these other things, I'm asking her what the each word, like, word that I don't understand mean. And she's defining each word and then continuing with the sentence. She was just so amazing. And to be honest, I'd rather it have been her than my mother. And that also made me realize that, like, there are some people who are fit for certain situations, because my first instinct was my mom. Like I wanna I want my I wish my mom was here. I wanted my mom to be here. But then after she explained everything to me, she she helped me clean up. She sat down next to me. She gave me but she gave me my privacy as well. Like she just knew. And then again, she also had ten kids. So it was just like experience. Someone with experience um, who's there to kind of guide you through a situation that's tough. And someone who's obviously already been in that situation. I don't know how my mom would have handled it. I guess everything played out perfectly, but it was just, I can never forget that. And even the words and the things that my grandmother has done. I can't, um, I can't forget it. I can't, I can't forget it. And that one thing that she told to me, sometimes things happen that we cannot control. And we just have to embrace and adapt and adapt to it. I'm just like, wow, mind blowing. And I'm like, okay, so this is what's happening to my body. How can I embrace this? How? How can I embrace this? I already was, like, I don't, I don't like blood. To this day, I don't like blood. Like, I'm, I just don't, I just don't. Since I was younger, I'm always, I was seeing it a lot. I was in, blood to me is pain. It's pain. And, and even now, um, when I do have that, uh, that cycle going on, you know, the, the, the thing, um, it takes me at least 20 minutes 
it takes me at least 20 minutes. Like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta jump back into that time where I'm just like, okay, deal with it. It's here. Can you breathe? Can you see? Can you smell? Can you do all of these? How how are you? Are you alive? You are. Okay, so move on. And that's how I took it. And most of the situations that you would hear, um, probably uh, within the next five or six years of my life after being 12, obviously, um, I used that. Move on. Like, snap out of it. Gear up. Buck up. It's okay. You're alive. You feel you feel fine. Let's go. Let's embrace it. Let's adapt to it and move on. Um that that was a uh, it was magical. It was it was magical and and when I say magical, like I can literally close my eyes and go right back to my grandmother's um bed and um after that, she made me some tea. She made me some mint well, we call it bush tea, but she made me some mint tea, and I I slept, I slept fine. I slept fine, and when I had woken up, I told my mom, and she was just she was frantic. She was ugh, she was going crazy, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, <laughs> it's probably best that that happened when I was here, um. And it's it's crazy how there are certain people that you would feel like you would want to be with you in certain situations and they'll probably make it better no matter how close you are to them or how, I don't know how to say, how important you feel like they would be to the situation. There are people and things that my God puts into my life that allows certain situations that I'm in to go smoothly. Or to go in my favor. And I feel as though it might not be the way I want it to be. But it's it's the way it should be. So that was just that was just one representation of how something in my youth life that happened to me is still kind of embodied in my personality today as an adult. And I feel like I I handled that moment very well. That's a transformation, a very, very big transformation in my life. Um, because especially being uh, um, in remission of cancer, like my mom was always holding my hand, always holding my hand. My aunts were older, always holding my hand. My grandmother always holding my hand. And at that moment, it was just like, hey, you got to hold your own hand right now. You can't call grandma immediately right now. You got to deal with this because this is happening to your body. At 12 years old. At 12. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to take it. <laughs> um, yeah. So there was that. As you can see, well, as you can hear, I um I paused the music because this is a kind of very serious uh subject and I'm still trying to learn how to do all this um this stuff because 
There's certain songs that fit the mood of what I'm talking about, and there's some that don't. I am not perfect. I am not trying to be a perfectionist. Whatever goes, goes, but I felt like I had to pause it, especially talking about this. This is very close to me, and especially talking about my grandmother, like I really got emotional. It's been almost, not not two years completely, but almost two years, and I, I miss her so much. Such an amazing woman. Um, but let's get the tunes back on. Let's get the tunes. Let's see. Um, now, in, like, with all that that had happened within, like, what, two hours, I, I feel like looking back, so that was my little cap on it, being 12, now 22, um, I feel like 12-year-old me could have probably nah i i did a good job i did a good job like i wish that i i don't know how to say it i wish that i didn't like freak out as much because i literally froze for like like, five minutes, y'all. Like, five minutes. And, like, Ruby Red was running. And, I mean, I guess there's no how-to. There's no instructions. Like, who... There's no, hey, this is what's going to happen to you. And when it does happen, you do this, you do this, you do that. One, there was also no, um... Uh, I guess you could say, like day or time of when it's gonna happen like it just it just comes so I guess that's another thing like I wish looking back at 12 year old me I wish I had more preparation um and there's no one to blame for that of course um I just wish that I was more prepared like someone would have could have told me about Hey, so this is what happens, the female body, this and that. Uh, it wasn't until after, like, the next day or next few days, my mom sat next to me with a book of the friggin' woman anatomy and showed me this and this and that. But then there's just, like, at what age do you start telling kids about this? And I feel like it probably happened best that way because if she had been telling me this... When I was, what, 9, 10? I would have been freaked out. I would have been on guard. Like, <laughs> I'm so prepared. I'm always so prepared. Like, I would have been on guard. You can ask any of my friends today. Like, if we're going somewhere, I have my bag packed. I got a band-aid. I got some, some Q-tips. I got a snack just in case the world ends and I be hungry. Um... I got a Kool-Aid single. <laughs> I got a couple of pads. Um, I got everything. I got a pen. I got a notepad. I got a flashlight. Um, like I'm, I'm tissues. I'm on guard. So if I had probably been informed or educated about it beforehand, I probably would have handled handled it um worse. So, 
I'm proud of twelve year old me. I am. I am. I I I was cool with it. I was cool, calm and collective. You know, I was frozen for a bit. Um that's another another um encounter where I was able to meet myself. Yes, I was able to meet myself where it's just like I'm talking to myself. I'm not worried about the influences or the choices that I'm going to make because I know that I'm in tune with myself and I'm just like, "Listen, you got to get it together. It's it's you. It's me and you right now." Right? We don't always got to call for help or whatever, but I'm here for you. Um, what was the second? My second thought was, now, that's my first memory. My first very, very influential memory. Um, my second is, yeah, comes to terms with my wants and my needs. Yeah, that's, that's, that's something, so, middle school, that's, that's crush, crush stages, where, like, you see someone cute, and you don't know what that feeling is like, like, that's, that's a new feeling, especially, yeah, so, I went to, um, a local middle school, um, called Nathaniel Green, um, I was also a smarty smart, like I was a nerd. I was a nerd. I got accepted to the accelerated program. So the accelerated program is just basically like a, a higher intense course of middle school classes. Um, the those students mostly got honor rolls and like certificates, and they were entered into like triathlons and um not triathlons um the science competition things and I I don't know I used my brains as a form of protection um getting bullied all the time wasn't really so so fun but I turned it into something fun I was just like listen I'm not gonna get bullied no more y'all wanna talk smack I got something to back it up and that's that's oh that's the time when I was just I was just just being me and I wasn't worried about other people and I realized once that started to happen I wasn't getting bullied anymore and I was like why didn't I f- figure this out a long time ago <laughs> like like why wasn't nobody telling me and it was just like just a journey of just self experience like everything was fun and play everything was la di da but now no I realized that I wanted to do something. I want to be, become something. And I really didn't care about what other people had to say about me or what they had to say about anything in general because it's me. I'm I'm me. And um, what happened now? Yeah, I was in an accelerated class. And these teachers were just noticing my excellence, like, on top of stuff. And they were just like, um, you're going to get the certificate for most improved. Um, they had ice cream socials for those who had honor rolls, um, uh, movies in the auditorium, stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. This is something that I I need. 
I need to excel in education. Now, the wants, I had a couple of friends that was doing a couple of things at that time, especially for my my background. Like, homegirl was still going to church Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock and leaving Sunday service at 3 p.m., going to Bible, Bible class on Wednesdays, and church services from 8 to 12 on Sunday nights with my family, my aunts, my uncles, my grandma, and my mom. So I'm still in one ear hearing, do not sin. Uh, if you sin, you'll go to hell. Do not lie. Do not cheat. Um, don't be jealous. Do not steal. That's in one ear. And if you do this, God will not allow you your blessings and he will draw away from you and not allow you the grace that you need to have. And basically the devil will take over your life and you'll be, it will just be mayhem. That's one ear. Now the other ear, I'm coming to school, I'm seeing my friends do things that I'm like, whoa, hey, hmm. But then my ultimate goal and dream, being younger, was like, damn, I want to fit in with them. I want to be like them because they're the ones that were bullying me. Somehow, maybe they're more significant and they look like they're having the best life. So I was like, hmm, so what do I do? I was like, well, I want friends. I want to be down with the crew. But I also need to listen to my... uh, my little my little religion side and my education because they wanted to like we were 12 they wanted to go to the mall and stuff and after school i was in the accelerated program so they had like one or two homework assignments a night i was pushing like five or six i'm like damn shit what i do and I was literally, I literally had to put myself in the place where I was just like, damn, what is the outcome? Right now, it's hard to try and see the importance of how my future, like, I don't know how to say it. Anyways, anyways, I, it was hard for me. And I had like, I didn't want to go to my mom and be like, hey, mom. What should I do? Should I go to the mall with my friends or should I do this? Clearly, she was going to pick for me. And I feel like I was done with that. I was done with people trying to, like, tell me what to do. Not, like, in a defiant way, but more internally. Like, me having to choose, ultimately, like, my morals. I was like, wow. This is different. This hits different. I'm like, okay. So, I like school. I like the comments, the compliments from the teachers and everything, and they're telling me that I can be great, and I can do this, and I'm just this, and this, and that. And I'm going to the ice cream socials and doing this. But then these people over here, my friends, the people who are also starting to like me. So this is a new group of friends, because elementary school is done in, in the past. This is a new group of friends that's just like embracing me as well as who as um the type of person I am. Like they don't know about my history of like cancer, all that stuff. Like I'm starting fresh, just middle school. I'm like, wow. And these people too, they're looking at me like, 
Wow, Faith. You're, you're, you're pretty. Oh, where'd you get those shoes from? You're in the accelerator program? I'm like, yes, you don't know. You better get up on me. Um, <laughs> and it felt, it felt good. It felt good, but I didn't know. I didn't know what to do because both sides were sunny, you know? Both sides of the feds were very sunny, and it was just like, I, um, so long story short, I did choose the wrong side because I was still young, you know? Um, my friends had boyfriends, they had, they had uh, secret spots to go to to skip class. I'm like, okay, cool, this is nice, this is fun. But I would have to say I was very disappointed in myself for doing that because I I could have I probably could have been further than where I am now in in the subject to like having network like networking with people and I could have been associated with um the accelerated program crowd and I paid the price. I sure did. Like, I still kept up with my grades, but my grades were like, like honor roll, like every other semester type of thing versus every semester. And the thing was too, like, I kept it in the back of my head. Like, I know that I could do better, so let me just give myself some play time because I already know I'm smart. I already know if I wanted to get honors, I could have gotten honors. So it's a break for me not to do this one assignment because I already know the material. I'm doing it to do for what what benefits am I going to get from it? And then that's how I was thinking at 12. I was just like, wow, I know who I am. I know how great I am. So let me just, let me just take it easy on myself. I'm like, all right, cool. But it, I don't know. Looking back, I did have a good time. I did. And I feel like Part of that was just because of the fact that I, I lacked a lot of um, social life before those years. So I owed it to myself to give me some social life. And I was just like, this is what you need. This is what you deserve. This is what you've been waiting for. So there was that. Um, I chose want instead of need. And... Being 12 years old, yeah, that's fine, sure. But, I don't know. I didn't get myself into trouble, though. I made sure I stayed clear of that. I I did, you know, still, um, possibly, what? Like, oh, so there used to be these hall passes that you have to have in, um, in the hallways. So, I used to come late. A lot, a lot, a lot. I used to come late. And what I'll do is, if I were to get detention or focus, which is like in-house suspension, like if I did something bad, uh, you'll sit in the focus room for a whole, you'll get written up by the teacher. The teacher will send you to the principal's office. The principal will assign you to focus. You'll be in a room with a whole bunch of bad, bad kids for the rest of the day, and the teacher will send down your assignments. You cannot talk. You cannot do anything. You're sitting in that room doing the assignments of that class with kids of all ages, just all y'all bad for the whole day. And then for lunch, you'll sit together. It was just, it was just, I don't know. But most of the people that were in that class, I was associated with. So, 
when the teacher would leave, I'll just go into the desk and get the um the late notepads. And I will I will take them. So if I want to be in the hallway, I just write myself a pass. Or if I want to go to the bathroom and teacher not let me, I'll write myself a pass. And I felt like that type of power. Oh, it was very temporary. But at the time, um, it made up for a lot of hurt that I had in middle school, being antisocial. It, like, filled the gap a little bit. And I was still in tune with myself. I was just like, you, you are yourself. You can do whatever you want to do. If you want to do this, go ahead and do it. Just don't do it to the extent where you're biting the hand that feeds you. I was like, all right, cool. And I made sure I was very discreet with it. Like, my mom, she wouldn't know. She wouldn't know that I had focus. She wouldn't know that I did this or did that. But, like, ultimately, she was able to see this kind of, like, rebellious side of me. Because I was sick and tired of not having friends. I was sick and tired of being, like, I was never the, I was never put into the point where I was actually bullying kids. No, 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 no. When I say rebellious or whatever, I mean, like, like not doing homework or um, skipping one or two classes or not participating in gym, um, that type of stuff. I was never like they had my friends. Most of my friends, what what they were doing, they were going to parties and other stuff in middle school. No, I wasn't doing all that extra stuff. I was just, you know, I was just filling the glass up a little bit too much. That's all. But she was she was sensing that rebellious side of me. And she I feel like she low-key knew. And she let it go because she was like, it was, yeah. And while doing that, I actually found some of my interests. Like, I loved music. Loved music. And most of the children, the kids that I was hanging out with, they had the same interests as I did. And I was like, wow. Finding common ground... That's like one of the best feelings ever. Common ground with someone. Oh. And then and then the whole crush phase came where you know, this boy was cute and y'all was passing passing notes in class and then there was a little boyfriend here and then a little kiss here, a little kiss there. And then and then it started to get serious where I was being associated with kids who had brothers or sisters in gangs. I said, what? Say it isn't so. I said, hmm, this sounds interesting. But I was never going to be in nobody's gang. I was, I, was, I was up for the stories. I was like, yeah, I'm going to sit here. You can tell me whatever stories you want to hear. And then it started to get like really serious because... The street where I lived was like a kind of dangerous neighborhood, and there was um, um, a gang associated like two streets over, and I guess the area where my middle school was also had um, what well, was on territory of another gang, and ultimately those two gangs ended up crossing heads or crossing paths, and. It wasn't until that point where I decided to like focus more on my needs because I didn't realize most of my friends I was associating with like had ties to this gang, and I'm like, I'm like, whoa, 
y'all supposed to be my friends y'all didn't tell me this this whole time like anything could have happened to me i walk to school and back um yeah pretty vital information don't you think anyways long story short talk was going around in the school about the gangs wanting to fight and having a fight um one of the gangs already fought another gang uh, a couple of blocks from the school and they said they was coming for the other gang next which is the gang that the school was on like their territory and they chose a spot and i guess the other gang didn't agree with the spot they said nah we're gonna come to y'all now in order for them to come to the other gang they had to walk they had to pass our school so the bell goes off the last bell goes off and oh it was just a lot it was just a lot i was 12 i didn't know nothing about nothing i'm like I don't, i'm not a violent person but everyone wanted to see the everyone wanted to see like it was going around so everyone did not get on the, no one got on their buses and no one got picked up they everyone after school once that bell rang walked up from the school and there was also like a hospital next to the next to the middle school so they walked near the hospital they see the gang coming down the street like i saw it firsthand the gang coming down the street and the other gang took like a back way behind the school to try and like sneak up on them oh my gosh oh my gosh when i tell you bats chairs knives guns like i seen it firsthand like oh my gosh and I'm going to see the fight. Next thing you know, I turn around. My friend whips out a bat out of nowhere and goes to fight. Um, I was like, yeah, so clearly I made the wrong choice. And uh, I learned my lesson. It's not too late to back out now. I could just clearly let her know that, like, listen, like, I was very great at communicating. I was like, listen, um, I'm not... I'm not, she was getting hit, but is this something I want to do or something I need to do? It's a want, but how great of a want is it? Mm, no, I love my life. Um, yeah, I turned around, I was going to look for my brother. We went home that day, we talked about it, done. Um, it was, it was like at least 20 people versus 20 people. It was, it was wild. It was so wild. Like if you were to ask a few people who went to that middle school, they would tell you firsthand, like that shit was just like cars were trying to pass in the middle of the street. And then there was a hospital right there. So I, I'm not going to say it was the perfect place, but it was the perfect place. Like, and I was realizing that like, yeah, I'm only like, I have so much life ahead of me these people i'm associating with clearly because i wasn't informed and i was looking to do things that really didn't matter that much i i realized that like a needs and wants two very different things and after that i got on a roll um that semester i got on a roll that semester i stopped associating with her she was mad at me yeah she was she was very mad at me because i was a great friend 
I was a great friend. Um, I didn't have focus anymore. Like, it was easy for me to switch. And I feel like that's why I did it. That's why I was like, yeah, let me be a little delinquent. Let me do this. Let me do that. Because if I wanted to, I already know that I can be good. I already know that I can get A's and A's and A's. I already know this. But let me just have my fun and be social. Let me fit in with the crowd a little bit and see how that lemonade tastes. You feel me? But, oh, that was that was a year. That was a year. I had a lot of uh, thinking, self-evaluation to do, and I've never done that before. It was all fun and games to me, and at that time, it was just like, wow, you really have to worry about what's important versus what can hold off and wait. Like, I can always have friends. I know I'm a great person. I will never change. I was always great at laughing, talking, going out, doing this, like, that can all be on hold. Right now, I'm going to worry about school and getting these A's and going to these ice cream socials and putting myself in an environment, an atmosphere where adults were looking up to me, in a sense. Well, like, obviously, they weren't looking up to me, but they were looking up to me, and they were just commending me, and that felt better than laughing or not going to classes, walking up and down the hallway, running away from administrations. That that was just a, a little phase of mine. But and that was like what, my first or second year of middle school? I'm glad I experienced it then because then I was just like, Yeah, it's time to get serious. And then and then I realized from that moment on, I was like, and now I got to realize that association with whoever I'm with is very important. And I got to choose my friends wisely. Did I after that? No, you know, fell off the path a little bit. But I, I know I got to meet myself at 12. And that is the the big message and I realized that the next 10 years of my life I was gonna make sure that I check in with myself before I check in with anybody and if I have a problem or a situation my the communication with myself can only be verified like can only be verified when like I don't I don't know how to say not when I'm by myself but when like I don't know. You know you have that connection where you like you have this little conscience and you know that it's your conscience. It's nothing being influenced by what other people tell you to do or how they tell you to be or where they tell you to go. Like it's it's solely your choice. So I had a great 12-year-old year, 12 year old experience. And um, 13, 14, 15, stay tuned, I'm telling you. But thank you so much for listening. Like, I I enjoy this little snippet. I do, I enjoy it because there's no, I mean, I guess I could write a book, but there's no other outlet of me expressing to you how much of an a imperfectionist I am at certain things because no one's perfect. Um, definitely not. And, and these things (laughs) that happened to me in my life that I've gone through is sort of the reason why, because I am, I am me. She valid. She valid. She is. I am. 
and I I'm so glad that I'm able to realize this as a person and just take that and run with it and then in the future just listen to my story and be like damn okay cool all right let's not fall back down that path again let's not do that again and hopefully even have my kids listen to it and be like wow mom really did this because memories fade away and this is the one way that I can actually preserve it so thank you I will be talking to y'all later. Bye-bye.